Thank you, Lord. I just, I felt the Lord saying that it's time to spring forward into a new day. It's time to spring forward into a new day, a new day of joy, a new day of hope, and a new day of reckoning. It's a day of reckoning for the things that have opposed the promises and purposes of your God-ordained life. It's refresh and it's renewal time. Leave the sin behind that has entangled you. Throw it off, says the Lord. Leave the complacency behind. Leave the doom and gloom mentality behind. Leave the dry season behind. Throw it all off and put on the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Proverbs 12, 25 says that anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Lift up your head to the heavens and see Jehovah Nisi declaring the better word over you and spring forward with me, says the Lord, into that better word and be glad. And be glad. Celebrate my goodness. Celebrate my faithfulness. Celebrate the seasons of pressing that have broken new ground in your heart and produced new wine in your spirit. Do not be concerned with gas prices. We're on the same wavelength, Mel. The Lord and you are. Do not be concerned with gas prices. Rather, be wise and keep your focus on the price that I paid. Rather, cross for you to live an abundant life. Do not be concerned with inflation, rather steward well what I've given you and called you to and keep your focus on the elevation of my church and of my sons and daughters in this season. Don't stop planting seeds. Cultivate, grow, tend to your gardens with the knowledge of Christ in you, the hope of glory, for you will reap a harvest, for you will reap a harvest, for you will reap a harvest in due time. Place your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you and just release, release the harvest over them. We thank you, God. Just begin praying over one another. Pray for one another. Call forth, call forth the harvest in your brother's life, in your sister's life. Bless the harvest in their life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Husbands and wives, bless one another. Friends and family, bless one another. And if you don't know the person next to you, then all you need to know is that they are kingdom family. They are co-heirs with Christ and with you. Bless them right now. Call forth. Thank the Lord for the harvest in their life. Pray that they would experience an, an increase in laughter, an increase in laughter, an increase in celebration, an increase in their capacity to receive the goodness of God and the power of heaven. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Bless one another. Bless one another. Thank you, God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We were talking about the Holy Spirit uh, in the 9 to 12 class last Sunday. And Aubrey Cavan, as we were encountering, she said the fire of God and presence of the Lord started in her feet and it ran all the way up her body. I want you just to lift your hands for a moment. Fire of God, come. Fire of God, fall. Thank you, God. Fire of heaven, fall upon us this morning. Fall upon us this morning. Burning hearts of glory be awakened this day. 
as she was feeling that fire from her toes to the top of her head, uh, Wes, she said she saw the word real big in her heart and her spirit. It said, go. It said, go. And then Sailor Rose said in that same moment, she saw the words, go into all the world. So fire of God, come and fall upon us. We thank you, God. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You are anointed to proclaim good news to the poor. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. You are anointed to proclaim the freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, for your fire. We thank you, God, this morning. We thank you, Lot. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit, sing this with me. You are welcome Sing it again, Holy Spirit. How many of you know that the Holy Spirit is pouring out and speaking? For those that have submitted ears to hear and hearts tuned into heaven, the Holy Spirit is pouring out love and life and healing and power and wisdom. And it's not a trickle, it's a river flowing from the throne of God and it's of the Lamb. Are we listening? Are we in awe of the sound of Yahweh above any other sound? And are we tuned in to the frequency of heaven? There's a lot of frequencies, but are we tuned into the right frequency? There's a frequency that the world doesn't hear, but that we have access to, and it's called the Holy Spirit. It's called the moving and the speaking of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. 
There's a kingdom frequency that we as believers have the technology within us, his name is Jesus, to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. There's a woman named Katie Payne, and she started this thing called the Elephant Listening Project. And she discovered that as she would sit for hours and hours watching the elephants, if she would get quiet enough for long enough, she would begin to hear what she called the rumbling thunder of the elephants. And she thought, what, it, what is that? Where is that coming from? So she started bringing all these new technologies in to make this discovery because she had access to it because she, she is an acoustical scientist that exists. She's an acoustical scientist. And she brings all these technologies in, and through it, she makes a new discovery that the elephants were communicating with one another, but they were communicating with one another on what's called an infrasonic level. It was a lower frequency than we can hear as humans unless we are quiet and listen and tune into it for long periods of time. And so what, as I said, there's a, I share that because there's a kingdom frequency that we as believers have the technology within us, Jesus, to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying and releasing. But we have to take the time and learn and recognize the frequency. Uh, I feel it's very similar with, with mothers or anyone in a mothering role as well with the child or children. Uh, because I think mothers, they tap in uh, to a frequency and a connection with their children that goes beyond what other people can hear. Uh, they have this knowing sense that goes beyond the natural. They, they sense when their child is troubled or they sense when uh, their child needs them. They sense their emotional needs on a different frequency. Uh, and how many of you know um, they're, they're compelled by the Spirit to pray in significant moments that are in tune with their babies, no matter what the age is, uh, on what I'll, I'll call a mother sonic level. Uh, I know, you know, Nedra's always been able to hear when one of our babies, they cry out, cry out at night, even if it's, you know, sometime, before, even before it happens, like right before it happens, just like something awakens. And she would hear it. And then the next morning, uh, especially, you know, when they're newborn, I'm like, wow, she slept so good last night. And she's like, she got up like four times. <laughs> uh, although, you know, after the second time, she's like, your turn, you know. That's right. Uh and, you know, uh, husbands and wives also, uh, they have a very natural flow, uh, open flow of being on a different frequency all right, with one another through the oneness and the union entanglement of marriage. Uh, Nedra and I, a few years back, um, we actually began to actively be aware of this. And we realized that the more we engaged it, the more it actually opened up to us. And so one time I brought Nedra a, uh, a cup of tea. And it was a specific type of tea out of the seven or, you know, eight different kinds we, we had at the time. And uh, she said, wow, thank you. I, how'd you know I wanted this tea? And how'd you know I wanted uh, this flavor? I was about to ask you for some. And I just said, well, um, you know, you told me in your thoughts. I just, I just heard it suddenly, like very clearly. I just heard it. And uh, she's like, wow. And then just two weeks ago, uh, I came into the kitchen and Nedra turned to me and she said, uh, who are you frustrated with? And I said, what? 
She said, yeah, who are you frustrated with? She said, I just heard you telling someone uh, something in a really frustrated voice. And I was like, well, wow. Um, Yeah, I I was just going through my mind actually just now of how I was going to communicate uh, this uh, frustrating issue as a coach with our soccer club uh, at the upcoming meeting. And uh, and she she says, it's going to be okay. Maybe just tone it down a bit, you know. (laughs) And I was like, uh, yeah, that was just like my first draft in my mind, you know. But, you know, in Luke 5.22, the Pharisees, um, they were questioning Jesus, what he had just proclaimed to the paralytic. And it says Jesus perceived their thoughts. He perceived uh, their thoughts. Uh, And then we see time and time again in the scriptures where Jesus spoke to his disciples or he ministered to people knowing exactly what they needed. Right. And even uh, the timing uh, that he would speak or proclaim something or go to a location, it was supernatural. Uh, He was living, Jesus lived in a kingdom frequency. And I'll say say it again, because of Jesus, there's a kingdom frequency that we as believers can listen to and hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking and guiding and releasing. And it's vital. Jesus came and he ushered in the age of the Holy Spirit. Prior to Jesus, the Holy Spirit would come uh, upon certain individuals for certain assignments, right? As, as whether it was Ezekiel or Gideon or uh, David. And it was mostly on men and Jews that were kings, priests, and prophets. It wasn't on everyone. Uh, but Jesus came as the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He died for us and he removed our sins as we come to him. Hallelujah. Uh, but also, he came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. He came to release the Holy Spirit. And now it's possible for God, the Holy Spirit, to live inside of you and I, inside of every human being. The, the Holy Spirit doesn't just, just come on kings or priests or uh, ministers or smart people, but on anyone that has received Jesus. God will come, he will dwell inside of you, and he stays, and it's for everyone. The young, the old, the big, the small. Hallelujah. So you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you, so you have the ability to hear what he's saying and to tune in to the frequency of heaven. So let's go to the scriptures and go a little deeper on this. Uh, John chapter 16 and we'll start in verse 7 if you want to turn there. John chapter 16, 7 through 13. I'm going to read out the, the uh, ESV, English Standard Version. John 16, verses 7 through 13. Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father. And you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Do you hear that? Concerning judgment, because the ruler 
of this world is judged. Side note, we have to look at the whole counsel of Scripture. We've got to look at the passage, the whole passage, so we can see God's nature and heart. Just like this, concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now, Jesus says. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Okay, so in this passage, uh, we see a lot about the importance of what and how the Holy Spirit speaks. Uh, First, it tells us that the Holy Spirit is our helper. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, He's speaking to help us. The term here for helper is paraclete. Uh, Second, it tells us that the Holy Spirit will convict us concerning our sin, concerning the righteousness of Jesus who is seated at the right hand of the Father that has made us righteous, and concerning judgment over the enemy because he has been defeated. All right, so the Holy Spirit speaks to us about God's grace, about who we are through Jesus, and about our victory. Do you hear that? Does that make you happy? You need the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, I pray you will receive the Holy Spirit today. If you have the Holy Spirit, I pray you will receive more of the Holy Spirit today. A fresh feeling. Uh, He speaks to us about God's grace, about who we are through Jesus, and about our victory. Third, it tells us that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. So the Holy Spirit guides you in the decisions you make. He gives counsel. Uh, He also guides you in what is truth and what is not truth concerning the things you hear. This is very important. He guides you in the truth about what he is saying versus what the enemy is saying so that you can discern. And it says it says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Say all truth, all truth. truth. Fourth, this scripture tells us that he will declare to you the things that are to come. There's a lot. This passage is so rich. Uh, It says he will declare to you the things that are to come. So he will reveal and and speak to you about what's coming, about what's ahead, so that you can foresee both opportunities uh, or upcoming situations in the natural and what's coming in the spiritual, whether it be a scheme of the enemy or a divine plan and revelation from heaven. Amen. So he comes inside of you. He moves within you and through you and alongside of you, but you have to tune into his frequency. And now in this, uh, I'm not referring to in this message the various ways that the Holy Spirit speaks. Uh, He speaks through visions. He speaks through dreams. He speaks through prophecy, uh, through a still small voice, through a loud voice, uh, through peace, through knowing in your spirit, uh, through a child, through a message, through creation, uh, through a donkey in Numbers chapter 22. Uh, The Lord and Holy Spirit speaks through anything that he chooses. uh, And a lot of times it's, it's specific to you and for you. Uh, so that's, that's a, a, a different you know, message. That's a really fun discovery as you learn the many ways uh, God speaks to you specifically. And how many of us know life with the Spirit is fun? Life with the Spirit is so much fun. Amen. Uh, but what we're talking about uh, here this morning is the importance of tuning in to His frequency so that we are positioned to hear uh, when He speaks, to hear what He is saying, and to know that it is Him speaking. Uh, so I've got three, key, three keys this morning that will help you tune in to His frequency 
and know what the Holy Spirit is speaking. Three keys that will help you tune into his frequency and know what the Holy Spirit is speaking. Number one, scripture. The Holy Scriptures. If we're going to move into a life we are called to and tap into higher frequencies, then we must get into the word. We must get into the scriptures. Um, It says in the scripture that we were reading this morning, verse 9, it says the Holy Spirit will convict concerning sin because they do not believe in me. So Jesus is talking about uh, sin here. Uh, But how many sins are there in the world? How many, you know, if we start thinking about it, there's so many evils in the world. There's corruptions and there's uh, diseases and there's deception. There's hunger. Uh, there's abuse. There's sex trafficking. Uh, there's abortion. There's so many, many evils. Uh, but it's like Jesus says here, but I'm going to tell you what's really wrong. Like I'm going to uh, tell you what's really wrong. There's one evil that is at the root of all evils, and that is a failure to not trust in and believe in Jesus. There's so many evils. I, I've sat with, you know, little girls in Honduras that were abused at four and five years old, and then held captive as, as sex slaves at eight and nine and ten years old. And if you want to know evil, that's evil. But he says, if we want to get to the root, the lack of believing in Jesus is the foundational wrong of all the evil and all the hurt. I remember I was on a plane flight heading back from Honduras after a trip. And, you know, we were doing everything we could to to help and uh, work, work and and see healing for these young girls who had been held as sex slaves. And I was just talking with the Lord because sometimes it could be overwhelming when you feel like you're doing one little piece, although we know the power of one. We know that, but I was talking to the Lord. And he said, son, ask me um, how to end sex trafficking in the nation of Honduras. And I said, Lord, how do you end sex trafficking in the nation of Honduras? And he said, well, what do you think? Isn't that like the Lord? And I said, I don't know, Lord, we just need to open up more homes. We need to multiply this and have more homes and bring more girls in and give them a safe place. And he said, that would be really good. But what about all the the men and women that are, you know, taking these children and holding them as slaves and captive and the traffickers? I said, well, Lord, then we would need to, you know, kind of partner and have all these task force that goes in and it, you know, they, they take away and uh, get, lock up all the bad guys and the, the bad men and women that are doing this to these young children. And the Lord says, that, that would be good. That would help. Well, I said, Lord, what is it? He said, what if revival of my Holy Spirit swept the nation of Honduras? He said, what if the hearts of men and women were changed and they began to believe in Jesus? He said, then there would be no more sex trafficking. And that was a moment that actually shifted my whole focus not that it's a very worthy calling what I was doing but it shifted my whole focus uh, in ministry and my calling and you see the scriptures they reveal these things to us as we get in the word of God and as we're having these conversations with the Lord and listening to the Holy Spirit they reveal to us what's really foundationally wrong And that is a lack of of trusting in and believing in Jesus Christ, even for whole nations. And the Holy Spirit convicts people of of sin. Uh, When someone 
comes to Christ, there is at some point in that salvation experience, uh, there's going to be a conviction, right? A recognition of our wretchedness and an encounter with his saving love. Uh, But then also in our relationship uh, with Jesus, the Holy Spirit is always coming along. He's always coming along and in situations and he's saying, trust me, trust me, trust me. Someone has hurt you and you're bitter about it and you're offended and you don't want to pray for them or see anything good happen to them. And you're like, I hope they get it. And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit comes in and says, hey, open up your heart. Trust me with this. Trust me with this. Trust me with this. You're at your job and there's an opportunity uh, to cut a corner or to do something with a lack of integrity. And the Holy Spirit says, hey, trust me. Trust me, I'll promote you at the right time and I'll do it in my way. You're in a relationship and you know it's not good, uh, but you say, hey, if I don't take this, I'll end up with nothing. And the Holy Spirit comes along and says, hey, trust me. Trust me, open up your heart. Let me in. Don't settle. You are rising and you are shining and that person is not the one that can partner with what I've called you to. Trust me. Addictions, whether it's pornography, spending, drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. And the Holy Spirit says, trust me. Trust me. I will fulfill your deepest desires and needs. Don't look to that short-term false fix that will destroy your life. I've come to give you life to the fullest. Trust me. Trust me. Something's keeping you up at night. And you're not even thinking about the Lord and your mind's just racing is keeping you up and you're not even thinking about it. and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit comes in says let me in let me in let me into that situation uh, the scriptures show us and they help us learn the voice of the Holy Spirit uh, it shows us what what's right and there may be a lot going on uh, in the world but there is nothing more right than Jesus the resurrection is the single most important reality that has ever happened in the world. And we hear the news, we hear things going on, we get bogged down, and we tune into the frequency of the Holy Spirit, and He speaks to us, and He reminds us that Jesus reigns. He reminds us that Jesus reigns, that Jesus defeated the devil and won at the cross and resurrected in victory, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and we can give hope to people because Jesus reigns and the Holy Spirit reminds us what is really right, and that is Jesus. And we carry the very thing that is certain and that is right, and it's Jesus. And the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scriptures remind us that Jesus rules and reigns. Hallelujah. Are you encouraged this morning, church? We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. The Spirit is speaking and he's answering the questions. Uh, The questions you may have like, what should I do? Uh, You can't bear it all, the passage says. But when the Spirit of truth comes, you will know what to do because he will guide you. He will guide you. Tune in, church. The Holy Spirit is speaking. He's taking you somewhere. He's got a plan for you. And if you are tuned in, you can hear. And as we've already said, it doesn't matter how young or how old you are. He's speaking. And he said, you say, do I expand my business or do I not expand? Do I pursue this relationship or do I not pursue it? Do I plan, you know, this uh, specific educational direction direction for my child or another direction? Uh, How do I spend my time today? Uh, How do I say this in a way that they will understand? How do I know? 
How do I know? And Jesus says, you'll know if you're listening to the Holy Spirit and he will guide you and you'll get a sense of what is to come. Number two, keys that will help you tune into his frequency and know what the Holy Spirit is speaking uh, is kingdom family. Kingdom family, being a part of something larger. The scriptures say, the Holy Spirit is coming to you. That word you there uh, is actually, uh, when you break it down, it's plural in form. It's plural in form. So it's saying that the Holy Spirit is coming to you, you as part of the church. He is going to dwell in the community of believers. And it's so vital that we are part of the local church that is then part of the larger church globally. We need kingdom family. We need our church. We need each other. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I, I thought I heard God. And I thought I heard the Holy Spirit. And thankfully through submitting it, submitting it to others that I, that I trust, uh, you know, thankfully uh, that I actually realized that my intentions were good. Uh, but there was a lot of me in there. That I didn't realize it until I submitted it to someone else that I trust. Or a lot of time, um, it is the Lord, but the timing is not there yet. Yeah. So we, we, need, we need each other because we are dangerous alone. We are dangerous alone because we have blind spots. It's so important that we are part uh, of a community somewhere that we have trusted people that can speak into our lives because what happens so often is we make these decisions without asking anyone and we make, end up making a bad decision because we say, well, I got the word of the Lord and I'm moving forward. And so if you want to be tuned in to the frequency of God, you must be tuned in and connected to the church family. And I'm not at all taken away from the power of getting the word of the Lord. I'm talk, I'm, what I'm talking about here is submitting it to the family of God, to submitting it to others, because they may have a, a different piece of it. They may be seeing something we're not seeing. Uh, number three, I'm moving a little quicker here. Keys that will help you tune into his frequency and know what the Holy Spirit is speaking is learn to be still and to be silent. You have to be quiet to listen. If you're with someone and you're always talking, then you never get to stop and listen to what they have to say. Okay, it's the same with our relationship with God. Uh, this is something I'm, I'm really uh, growing in more and more and that I've discovered is, is one, of the, one of the glorious keys uh, to hearing God. Psalm 46, 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Zechariah 2.13 says, Be silent, all flesh, before the Lord. For he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. Psalm 62, 5-7 says, My soul, be quiet before God. For from him comes my hope. Amen. He alone is my rock, my deliverance, and my high tower. Nothing will shake me. You know, as I was telling you that story earlier, would, would this, you know, uh, that infrasonic frequency of the thundering sounds of the elephants ever been heard if she had not gotten quiet and still long enough to hear it? Uh, the world is listening on one frequency, and we get to listen on a different, on a different frequency. It's a higher realm 
frequency, okay? The Holy Spirit is pouring out and speaking on a frequency that we get to listen to and to soak in and to join in on this divine, what I like to envision as this, it's this divine revelation dance of the Spirit. And he's saying a lot. He's saying a lot. He's guiding you in the truth. He's revealing what's to come. He's leading you in victory. He has so much to say. Uh, you know, he's... He's got places for you to go, and he's got people for you to encounter and to meet. Uh, he's got destinies to unveil and dreams to fulfill. And I just believe sometimes we have no idea how much God in his love is saying to us and revealing to us, but we must tune in. We must tune in. I'm going to ask you to stand up, and we're going to have a few moments of silence in the house across the room. I'm going to ask you, just close your eyes. Be still and know that he is God. Be still before the Lord and be quiet before the Lord. And begin to tune in to the frequency of the Holy Spirit. Hear what he's saying. Feel what he's pouring out. What's your most challenging situation or your biggest fear or concern? And then open up and say, I'm listening, Holy Spirit. Whatever that is, open up and say, I'm listening, Holy Spirit. What do you want to say about this? How do you want to guide me in this? Take a deep breath in. The Holy Spirit is referred to as breath. Many times the Ruah and wind. Take a deep breath in. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Let him fill you and then breathe out all that is not of him. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Breathe in the breath, the wind, the life. And then breathe out all that is not of him. Be still before God and listen.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. I feel like right now many of you are just coming back to the present. You're being present in this moment right here, right now, in the presence of God. And it's refreshing your heart. It's refreshing your soul. And it's awakening your spirit. Jesus, release an outpouring of the Holy Spirit to every person listening right now. Every person in the room, in the house, listening online, release an outpouring of your spirit right now. Thank you, Jesus. Let dry ground become soaked. Let dry ground become soaked. Let life take root. May God open your ears on a whole new level. May your heart and your capacity expand. May the Lord give you visions and dreams and revelation. May you enter into that realm of a new frequency of communication and open flow with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Fire and wind. Fire and wind. Breath and life. Wine and wonder. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Fire and wind. Breath and life. Wine and wonder to every person listening right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You are free to be released from the room whenever you feel led. I just felt led to open up an invitation. If you want a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit, just a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. I want you to come forward. And I want to I go around and pray for you. And there may be some others up here praying as well. But you be free to go. Be free to stay and continue to soak in the presence of the Lord. I thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit.